the Apostle Paul. He wrote most of the New Testament. Very powerful man who was called by God, who at first was against the Christian church. He was seeking to find the Christians, those believers who were following Christ, and, you know, imprison them, kill them. You know, like, he, he was no joke. He was dedicating all his time, his energy, all his power, his resources into finding Christians to take them down until he met Christ. Christ used that passion, that drive, that determination, that grit, that grind, you know, and he, he wanted to use it for his kingdom, so he recruited him. He met him on the road, right? Like, he, he went blind. Paul went blind. He went. He had to go to somebody in the church, you know, somebody that he was, like, looking to, to kill. He had to go to them for prayer to get healed because Christ gave him those instructions. And that's how he was recruited, you know, Paul. And then he, he was used to turn the, the, the church upside down to, to create the church. He went took the gospel to the, the Gentiles and recruited. He built, you know, a lot of the church, wrote most of the, most of the New Testament, walked in power. He demonstrated who Christ, you know, is. He represented him well. He did a great job. Paul the Apostle. You see, he had a main message. If you go to, you know, 1 Corinthians 4.17, it says this. For this reason, I have sent Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach everywhere in every church. Did you hear that? This is Paul saying, like he, he wrote this. He's like, look, you, you guys, let me remind you of my ways in Christ. And this is what I teach everyone everywhere. So he had this message. And what he basically taught is how to walk and live in Christ. That's what he taught everywhere he went and everywhere, every church, every synagogue, every group, he would preach that how to live in Christ, how to walk in Christ, how to live in Christ. You know, that he would teach that we were identified, our identity was in him. He would teach about death, burial, and resurrection. That was his main message. His basic message was we are in him. We are in Christ. You know, his death is our death. His resurrection is our resurrection. You know, his... You know, he died not only for us, but we died in him. Like it was a unity, a oneness thing that happened there. That's what he was teaching. He was teaching that we are in him, fully in him. When you go to Colossians 2, 6 to 7, it says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Let me read that again. As you therefore have, have received Christ. Okay, that's one piece right there. Look, the same way that you received Christ. Then it says, that's the same way I want you to walk in him. The same way that you received them is the same way that you walk in him. How did you receive them? You re received them by grace through faith. How are you going to walk in him? By grace through faith. It's in his powers. Your reliance, total commitment and submission to him where he empowers you through the Holy Spirit to be able to walk like him because you are in him. Right? So it's you understanding, it's me understanding that, you know what? I Just like how I received him, my grace through faith, that's the same way I'm going to walk with him. I'm going to be rooted and built up in him and established in what? In the faith. As you have been taught, abounding in it. Abounding in the faith with what? 
thanksgiving. So you're just constantly walking in faith, thanking God in thanksgiving. So that's somebody with a good attitude, right? Somebody with faith, constantly in faith and in thanksgiving. That's somebody who, who looks like has a good attitude there, right? So as they're moving forward, as they're growing, they are representing Christ by having that Christ-like attitude. You know, they're representing him, representing him as they are in the same ways. You know, this is what Jesus would, he, he lived a certain way, right? So he modeled the life that we were created for. So here Paul is saying like, look, you're in him. Like, that's what you were created for. That life, the way he lived. Like, follow him. That's how, like, he was even saying, follow me as I follow him. So Colossians 1.27-28 says, To them God willed to make known what are the, the riches of the glory of his mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. So Paul had a main message. What was it? That we are identified in Christ. We're identified in his death. We're identified in his burial, his burial and we're identified in his resurrection. That was his main message, that we are in him. Right? And his main goal is right here in Colossians 1, 27 to 28. His main goal is this, that he would make known what are all the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles. The Gentiles were the people who weren't the Jews, the people who weren't brought up, you know, in the word, in the synagogues, in those ways, like they weren't brought up that way. And, and so here he was making the riches of God's glory, making his goodness his mercy, his grace, his love, his power, his forgiveness, making it known to those who didn't know it before. And what, were the, what was he making known? That Christ in you. What is the mystery? Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. This is his goal. To, that's his message, right? Christ in you. You're in Christ. And he, that's his message of saying, look, it's Christ in you. That's the mystery. He's going to live inside of you, empower you, change you from the inside out. He's going to call you home. The king of kings will call you home. So now he's going to make you a home, a person that is fit for a king. So begin to act like royalty because you are. You are a son and daughter of the, the king of kings, the lord of lords. So it's getting to that place where you know the mystery now and you embrace it. You celebrate it. You live like it. You demonstrate it so other people can see and begin to be intrigued and inspired and even create this hunger for them to want the same thing. This is you also preaching the gospel. This is why Paul's main teaching was that, so we can live it out, not just talk about it, but live a lifestyle like Christ, you know, because we are in him, him, him in us, right? And why? Because it's going to reach his goal. When we understand and believe right, we'll behave right. When we believe our identity is in him, when we believe all that comes in our identity, in our inheritance, when we believe those things, we'll begin to behave and act a different way. And that is going to do what? It's going to make known, like Colossians 1, 27, 28 says, what the riches of the glory is, the mystery, this thing. What is it? That Christ is in you. Christ is in you, empowering you, helping you to empower others, working in and through you. That's the mystery that we are making known as we are walking in him, realizing our identity in him, the hope of glory. This is what we preach a warning among every man, teaching every man in all wisdom, it says, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Paul's main teaching is that, hey, you are in Christ. Your, your identity is in him. 
you you identify with his death, his burial, and his resurrection. You are fully glorified. Like you are sitting on the right hand of God too. You are his body and he is the head. Your identity is in him. That's his main message. His main goal, Paul's main goal, was to make known the riches of God's glory, his grace, his truth that he wants to live in us. He wants to empower us through the Holy Spirit to live in a supernatural way. That's his goal. Now, let me ask you, what is your main teaching and what is your main goal?